Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to Babel on Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Tzadi Tess, Daf 99 of Mesech Psachim. So the Daf begins um, with more stuff about like Korbanos getting mixed up with each other, like we discussed yesterday. But what's particularly exciting is that with that we conclude the sort of Kind of like I was saying yesterday, apparently you could divide Pesachim into like two parts. Well, with that we wrap up part two, and then we move on to Arve Pesachim, which is the last chapter of Mesech Pesachim. And what can I tell you? It's pretty great. So, let's do it. And it's not like a particularly large daf. I'd say the entire daf is probably like the size of an omud or something. So, let's see what this looks like. We're going to start on daf Tzadiches. Three lines from the bottom. Tanur Rabban and the Rabbis taught, "Omer loin ve'omer lo, ochum and arishon lo omer loin ve'lo omer lo, ena nachrain zelazet." Mm-hmm. Now, who could remind me what this means? So let's read it again. Omer loin. If he said to them, "Ve'omer lo," and they said to him, "Right, remember this was the, so we had this very large Mishnah yesterday, and what we said in the Mishnah is that if he said to that, right, we're talking about a group, they all signed up for a carbon pesach." And then the Korban Pesach got away. So one guy says, all right, I'm going to go look for it. So if he says to them, hey, if you don't see me, you know, if I'm not back, then slaughter, just get a different Korban Pesach and include me. And if they say to him, hey, bro, if you find it and you slaughter it, include us. Well, then they get into a bit of a mess because what happens is that whichever happens first, right, if the fellow slaughters, finds it and slaughters it first. So then everybody joins that. If they go and just buy a new one and slaughter it, and he's included in that one, and that happens first, so then everybody's included in that. But if they don't know, then nobody can eat the Korn Pesach because now, like, nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows which one was slaughtered first. So, you know, speaking too much and creating these complicated situations leads to situations where you get nothing. Whereas, if he didn't say to them, you know, if, if, he said, if he never said anything to them about including him, and they never said anything to him about including them, if everyone's just doing their own thing, if he finds the Corbin, he'll slaughter it, and he's got his own Corbin, they buy a new one and they slaughter that. They got their own thing. Well, in that case, no, there's no dependencies. Nobody's reliant upon anybody else and whatever everybody does is just fine. From here, the rabbis said, the wise people said, So we see that silence is a very good thing for wise people and certainly a very good thing for foolish people. Right? We see if you just keep your mouth shut, and you don't make fancy conditions about, you know, you do this for me and you, I'll do that for you and all sorts of complicated things. You end up having uh, more wiggle room because you just, whatever everybody does works for themselves. Even if you have a nudnik who keeps his mouth shut, he'll be thought to be a wise person. Very, very cool. Now just for a few minutes, we're going to get back to Kodshim. Enjoy it. This is going to be the last bit of Kodshim that we're going to get to for a little bit, I think. 
Well, I mean, who knows? Yoma, I think, is all about those, whatever. But we've been in, like, deep in, like, Kodshim land. So I think we're going to take a respite from Kodshim land for a little bit, but not before we learn this Gemara. Let's say that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda. How come? Our Mishnah had said, oh, I think I probably skipped a few words, just that little two dots thing. Right? Our Mishnah had said that if you have Reuven and Shimon, Reuven got a Korban Pesach, Shimon got a Korban Pesach, and they got mixed together. So the suggestion of the Mishnah is, okay, what you do is, you go and you find somebody to join Reuven, you find somebody to join, to, to join Shimon, and then they like, and then Reuben and Shimon switch places and they make a stipulation. So, let's say that this Mishnah is not Rabbi Yehuda. How come? Because we learn in a brisa, that if the house will, I mean, we understood it to mean, uh, the Pasha shot is that uh, if there are not enough mouths in the house to eat, the Korban Pesach, so then bring on your neighbors. Um, but Rabbi Yehuda learns from there, Rabbi Yehuda says that you can keep on leaving the Korban Pesach as long as one of the originals remains. Okay, so if you have five people and they're all coming together to bring a, to, to join together on a Korban Pesach, great. And if everybody wants to abort and go elsewhere, that's also fine. Just make sure that one of the original participants always remains. If it gets to a situation where all of the original participants are gone and everybody here that's uh, uh, currently appointed on the Korban Pesach was not there initially, they're newcomers, that's no good. You need one of the original um, people from the Korban Pesach. Rabbi says, look, the main thing is to make sure that you don't have a Korban Pesach that does not have any owners at all. As long as it has owners, do they have to be the original owners? Who cares? As long, just make sure that there was never any point where there were, where the, where, where, where this Korban Pesach had no owners. But as long as, let's say, let's say you had a group of five people and they decided they want a different Korban Pesach, if they find a different group first and then they leave, that's fine. But if they first leave and then find a different group, that wouldn't be okay. So, Rabbi Yehuda's Machbid that Yutaka need to have one of the original owners, Darton, whereas Rabbi Yossi says that, no, they don't have to be the original owners per se, but, but uh, there, there has to always be owners from the time that the Korban Pesach is set aside. So now, how come our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yehuda? Because in our Mishnah, we said that when you have Reuven and Shimon, and their Korban Pesach gets mixed, gets confused, gets, gets mixed up, so then the solution that the Mishnah suggests is just bring, you know, Reuven should hop another guy, Shimon should hop another guy, um, and then Reuven and Shimon switch places, and they then make a Tanai. So Reuven goes to Shimon's Korban Pesach and he says, look, if this, if this animal in front of us was really mine, so then Givaldic. But if it's not, well, then I'm, I'm going to join you on this animal. The problem is, that the fellow that Reuven is saying this to wasn't there originally. wasn't one of the original people on the Pesach. Shimon just brought him in so that they could do the swap, but he wasn't one of the originals. The only original was Shimon. Shimon now switched to Reuven's Corbin. So, um, since 
it sounds like in our Mishnah, we cannot have any guarantee that one of the original owners is going to be um, on this animal. So it can't be Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Yehuda says you would, you would need to have one of the originals. Am Rabbi Yochanan Afilutem Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yochanan says, look, you can even say that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda. How? Well, Kimdam Rabbi Yehuda in Shochten is a Pesach HaLayochid. Well, we learned recently that according to Rabbi Yehuda, you're not allowed to slaughter a Korban Pesach for just one person. So then, Mimele, Meikar Lamnu Yachwinu Bahadeh, Koi, Uchechad Mibnei Chabur Adami. So obviously, if, if this is, this, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you don't slaughter Korban Pesach for just one person. And therefore, you could say that the Mishnah is Taka Rabbi Yehuda. What does it mean that you had Reuven and Shimon had a Korban Pesach? Obviously, they weren't just the only person on the Korban Pesach because according to Rabbi Yehuda, you, you can't just slaughter Korban Pesach for one person. So obviously, Reuven had another person and Shimon had another person. They didn't just chop the new person when they realized that their Korban got mixed up. No, they had already brought him on beforehand because you can't slaughter Korban Pesach for only one person. So therefore, this whole, um, you know, Reuven and Shimon switching places and then making a deal with the other person, that other person was already one of the originals. He's not just somebody that they're bringing last minute. Om Ravashi Masnisa says Ravashi, you can also say, look, that our Mishnah infers that you can imply from our Mishnah that it's Taka Rabbi Yehuda. How come? The Katani, the Mishnah says, V'chein Chomish Chaburah Chamisha. The Mishnah had said, and you do the same thing if you have five Chaburas, and each uh, Chabura has five people in it, and all of the Korbans got mixed together. So what you do is, you say each Chabura sends a representative to each of the other five, and now each, each Chabura now is made up of one representative from each of the five Chaburas. Chamisha'ina chamisha I don't know what I just read. But Chamisha... Uh, I hope I read that right. No, I think I read that wrong. I don't know if I read it right. I don't know if I read it wrong. However, what it's saying is this. That it's specifically five groups of five people in it. You can't have five groups of five people in one group with four. That wouldn't work. My love. Lav mishum de lo paish chad mibne chabura gabe shmamina. Wow, I feel like I read that terribly. But anyways, the point is this: that if you have five groups and one of them only has so five groups, each group has five people in it. One group, however, only has four people. All their korban pesachs get mixed together. You run into a problem because if um, you know one of the groups is only going to have four, what if the korban pesach doesn't actually belong to any of them. Well, then they're going to be in trouble. So wait, so why don't you just grab somebody now, somebody later and just, you know, add them to the group? No, it's because you can't, you can't uh, add somebody after the fact. You have to be an original. And therefore, it must be that the Mishnah is Taka Rebuda and you need one of the original ones to be included in the carbon. And that is why he says, Davka, yeah, if you have five groups that each have five people in it, but if you have a group that has four people, you're going to be stuck because it's too late. You can't have the, any, you can't have any of the originals now. It's too late for that. And what if the Korban Pesach, um, belongs to that group that doesn't, is, is not represented it, is not represented there. So that would be a problem. So, okay, you could say it's Rabbi Yehuda. 
will come back to you. He who was impure and wuslikala, I don't know what does it mean. We've completed you. We have gone up from you, solik to go go out. I don't know. Pesach sheni, the second part of Masechta Psachim. Wow. Now we begin. Arve Psachim. So an Erev Pesach. It's interesting it's called Arve Pesachim, right? But the first word is actually Erev. What does Taisfus say? I don't know. You guys seen an Arve Nicha? What's the base? Kmo Arve Pesachim da Alma. If you guys seen an Erev, Achikamer Erev Shashochtim Bo Pesachim. It's talking about Erev Pesach. What do you want me to tell you? It's talking about the 14th day of Nisan. So, so Erev Pesachim Samuch Lemincha. So on the 14th day of Nisan, Erev Pesach, Samuch Mincha, close to Mincha. Everybody remembers, of course, from uh, the fourth parak of Masech the Brachis, that the time to daven Mincha is from nine and a half hours of, into the day, in our perfect day, 3.30 in the afternoon. Samuch Mincha would be a half an hour before that. So from nine hours. So don't eat anymore until the evening. So that you'll have an appetite for the for the chametz, right? Uh, whoa, 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 I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea over here. People can start spreading rumors about Babylon Talmud. No, uh, I didn't mean chametz, I meant matzah. So you say so the matzah with uh, an appetite. Says the Rashbam. Oh, it's another big chiddush over here. When it comes to Ivy Psachim, you learn it with the Rashbam. You don't learn it with Rashi. I don't know why exactly. I asked my friend yesterday. He didn't know why either. Is it because Rashi is incomplete or is it because it's not authentic? I'm not sure. But uh, the minig, I think, is to learn Avi Psachim with the Rashbam. So it says the Rashbam, Kedeshiyocho matzah shal mitzvah leteyavon, mishum hidr mitzvah. Oof! So that you should eat the matzah on Pesach night with an appetite because that is a hidr mitzvah to eat it with an appetite and not just when you're already full. Wah! Even if you have a poor person, he also needs to feel like he's free on Seder night. So he don't, he shouldn't eat until he leans. He should be leaning on when he eats at the Seder. And if you have a, a person who's reliant upon communal uh, funds, so the the gabayit stock the people allocating the, the 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 food and the meals should um, provide four cups of wine and as the Rashbam points out what it's saying the reason why it says that the gabayit stock should provide this is because that's sort of the general way to say it but even if the um 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 the the gabayit stock I don't know the people in charge of allocating the the charity um don't provide him with this well then he has to make sure he gets it other ways. You know, he's got to do whatever he can to get to get four glasses of wine. And this is even talking about a poor person who is so poor that he has to take from the Tamchoy. I think we learned in Masechta Erevin that, um, right, a person's consider, right, if a person has Mosin Shtesudis, then he's not considered, right, he doesn't take from the Tamchoy. Um, the Tamchoy is reserved for the poorest of the poor. Even the poorest of the poor need to do whatever they can to ensure that they have um, four glasses of wine on Seder night. Lemaise, I think it's uh, Purim in Yerushalayim today. So, Yistameh also Darton, they're having four glasses of wine 
לכל הפחות, at least, מסתמא. זרקתי גמור מהעיר יעבי פסוח מפעילו עבי שבוסס ויום טוב נעמי. What's the big chiddush about ערב פסח? ערב שבוס עושו, ערב יום תפוסו. You don't eat from the afternoon and onwards. Titania, as we learn in the price, ליוכל אדם בעבי שבוסס ויום טוב בין המינכו למיילה. We have a price that says a person should not eat on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif from Mincha and onwards. So that he comes into Shabbos with an appetite. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Yossi Omer says, Rabbi Yossi, you can, no, eat, you can eat whatever you want until the, until the night. So what's the big Chiddush about Erev Pesach? If you're Rabbi Yossi, so eat whatever you want. If you're Rabbi Yehuda, so... What's what you know? Manishtana erev Pesach from erev Shabbos and erev Yom Tif. You also don't eat from the afternoon and onwards. Amafuna lotzuich el Reb Yosi. Says Avuna, yeah, this is Taka Reb Yosi. Meaning that's the Chiddush, right? Says says Avuna. Damer ochav olechad shetechsha chanimili by v'shabbos asuyam tovim. That when Reb Yosi says that you can eat until it gets dark, that's by Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif. However, on Erev Pesach, because of the mitzvah, because of the obligation to eat matzah, then we want to um, stop eating already from Mincha and onward, so you eat matzah with an appetite. Fine. So that is Afuna's answer. That this mission is Dafka Reb Yossi, who says that in general on Erev Pesach and Erev, uh, on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif, you can eat all the way up until it gets dark. By Erev Pesach, however, stop eating from Samuch Lemincho. Rav Pope Omar says, Rav Pope, Afilu Temer Rabbi Yehuda. You can even say that the mission is Rabbi Yehuda. How? So what's the difference between Pesach versus Shabbos and Yom Tif? Hosen Ba'avi Shabbosos Rabbi Tovim Bina Mincho Lemaila Huda Aser Samuch Lemincho Shari Aval Be'erva Pesach Afilu Samuch Lemincho Nami Aser That if you look carefully, Notice that our Mishnah says Erev Psachim Samuch Lemincha, close to Mincha, even even from half an hour beforehand, don't eat. Whereas that Brisa said Loyocha Adam Ba'Ayv Shabbosos Rabbim Tov Minah Mincha Lemaila, from Mincha and onwards. So it's very subtle. But Rabbi Papa points out that you can even say that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, that when it comes to Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif, it's from Mincha and onwards, from nine and a half hours into the day and onwards. And Erev Pesach, it's a shtickle before that. It's from nine hours. In in Amors from from a little bit before Mincha. So Papa says you can even say it's Rabbi Yehuda. Friends, we're gonna stop here. Just got our wet. You know, speaking of appetites, we're gonna wet our appetite for for Perak Ivy Psachim, and we will pick up from here tomorrow. Friends, what did we learn today? We wrapped up the ninth Perak of Mesechta Psachim. We discussed, we uh, referenced the discussion that we had at the end of the Daf yesterday about. Reuven and Shimon, whose Korban Pesachs get mixed up together, and the Mishnah suggested that they just bring on another person, and then they kind of, each one brings on another person, then they switch around. So we want to say that this cannot be Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda says, well, you have to have one of the original members of the group, to which we then said, no, you can even say it's Taka Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda holds, after all, that you don't slaughter Korban Pesach for just one person, and therefore, um, Mistama, this person he's bringing is not just a random person he's bringing now. Mistama, he was already there from the beginning. 
um, and therefore it's an original person. As we saw, Machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, that according to Yehuda, you talk, you need to have one of the original um, people from the Korban Pesach um, uh, still a point, uh, still part of the group at the time of Shechita, whereas according to Rabbi Yossi, he says, no, you just have to have anybody um, as, as part of the Pesach, but but you don't necessarily need one of the originals. And then we began the parak of Arve Psachim, where we say that you do not eat an Arab Pesach from Mincha and onwards, and we're trying to figure out who is the author of our Mishnah? Because after all, Rabbi Huda says that on any Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif, you don't eat in the afternoon. So what's special about Erev Pesach? Ravuna says, well, the author of our Mishnah is actually Rabbi Yossi, who says that in general, on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif, you can eat all afternoon. But on Erev Pesach, Davka, stop eating in the afternoon so you can eat matzah with an appetite. Rabbi Papa says, no, you can even say that this Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, there's a very subtle difference, which is that in Erev Pesach, you stop eating from already a half an hour before Mincha, whereas on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tif, it's just from Mincha and Viter. Friends, I hope you enjoyed. Tafsari Tesem, Masech Chill out. Cheers. Peace. Sayonara.